Hello, this is the Three for Thursday podcast from FMI.online, and I'm your host, Chris Hewitt. Today's three is what are the top three investment banks by revenue? Hi, Ryan. How's it going today? I'm aware that we did a similar podcast uh, to this a few weeks ago, but it's slightly different, isn't it? Yeah, morning, Chris. Hope you're doing well. We did a podcast not so long ago, I forget how long exactly, about what were the three largest banks by market capitalization. That's right, yeah. Uh, This is a little bit different. I think today we're looking specifically at investment banking division revenues, aren't we? We are indeed. So I guess let's start then with what we mean by revenue. So we looked at market cap to define a bank. So how big is this bank by its market capitalization? Today, we're looking at revenue. What do we mean by that? It's useful to think about what an investment bank actually does to answer that question. An investment bank, and very confusingly, investment banks have an investment banking division. And so that's specifically what we're talking about here. The investment banking division of an investment bank they are involved primarily in either helping their clients raise capital. So we're talking about raising either equity capital or debt capital, or they're giving them advice on certain transactions. So it might be uh, merge and acquisition deals, uh, might be leverage buyouts. They might be raising financing for these deals. They might be giving them advice on balance sheet optimization. They might be working with governments in terms of selling off state-owned assets but they're acting in an advisory role to their large institutional and and corporate clients. And for doing that, either raising capital through the equity markets or debt capital or debt markets, I beg your pardon, or giving them advice on deals, mergers, acquisitions, um, LBOs, et cetera. They are charging their clients fees. So they're generating revenues for that. So it's a very important metric in terms of league tables and ranking the most successful investment banks. Who's generating the most fees for the deals and the advice that they're giving their clients. In terms of the banks that we're looking at, we're looking at banks with revenue generated in 2020. Where would you expect most of these banks to to have come from? My three are all going to be US banks. Uh, The US uh, investment banks really do dominate. You've obviously got the European banks as well, like your UBS, your Credit Suisse, Barclays, Deutsche Bank, for example. They tend to really be a bit more specialized. For example, UBS really specializes in the equity markets, for example. But the big US investment banks, they have a lot of coverage globally as well as in the US. But when you think about where their home market is, which is the biggest economy in the world, that gives them a huge advantage in terms of generating revenue. So if I'm a US-based corporate or a US-based institutional client, I'm probably going to want a US-based bank to be my investment bank. Okay, I'm going to go straight into today's three and, and ask you to identify which you think would be top of that list and, and how confident are you on that? I'm pretty confident on my number one. My number one is a bank which also is up there in terms of its size and terms of market capitalization. Over the last few years, the, my number one bank probably is number one in lots of different areas, actually. And so my number one, before I tell you how confident I am on my other two, my number one is JP Morgan in terms of investment banking revenues, yeah. In terms of revenue generated in 2020, any idea, the kind of ballpark figure of the the levels of revenue they're generating? 
Oh, that's a very good question. Oh, I didn't think you were going to throw me that one, to be honest. Um, the investment banking division of JP Morgan in terms of revenues, I don't know. I, I'm going to go, I could be way out here. I'm going to go 10 billion, 10 billion USD, just the IBD. Okay, I, I'll, I'll let you know at the end. So you're going JP Morgan and around about 10, 10 billion US dollars, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Is, is your answer. Okay, that's in the bank, um, if you excuse the pun. Let's go for your second and third answers. What do you reckon? So JP Morgan, it's a universal bank. So that means it not only does IBD, investment banking, it's got its retail business, it's got its asset management business. My number two is more of a specialist investment bank. In other words, it's very hard to get a checkbook from this particular bank. It's very hard to have a savings account or a current account with this bank because they're not really in that space. And my number two is going to be Goldman Sachs. Uh, Goldman Sachs is more of a pure investment bank. So that's my, yeah, Goldman Sachs is my number two. Okay. I won't, I won't ask you for the revenue for the numbers two and three. We're just going to assume it's a bit lower. <laughs> than your answer for JP Morgan. <laughs> um, so JP Morgan, number one, Goldman Sachs, two. Who's going to be your third on the list, Ryan? Okay, so number three is going to be another US bank. Uh, again, I'm probably going to go with more of a specialist investment bank, and I'm going to go with Morgan Stanley. So Morgan Stanley and, and Goldman Sachs are very similar in terms of if we're going to line up two different banks and compare them with each other. They are focused on investment banking, uh, they both have wealth management arms. They both have global markets arms, but they don't really do retail or commercial banking. Okay, uh, let's get let's give the big reveal then. Um, you were pretty confident on your first answer and your confidence was well-placed. It was indeed JP Morgan. I did put you on the spot and try to expose you a bit with asking you a question around the levels of revenue. Yeah, what you, were was actually, it? you were actually pretty close. So you, I think you said 10 billion yeah, um, I did. And it, they generated in 2020, eight and a half billion. Yeah, I can't really take credit for that. That was just a real guess. I'm a bit lucky there. Okay, it was a good guess because you went far off. It was uh, eight and a half billion. And number two on our list was indeed Goldman Sachs. So more of a kind of specialized investment bank, as you rightly said. Yeah. They generated in 2020, 7.7 .7 billion dollars of revenue. Okay, not a, not not a bad year for Goldman Sachs. Uh, indeed, and your third answer was Morgan Stanley, um, and you were close. Morgan Stanley was fourth on our list, and just above Morgan Stanley in third was Bank of America or Bank of America Securities. Okay, and they're very they're very very close in terms of revenue though. So six point two billion for for Bank of America in twenty twenty, six point one billion for Morgan Stanley. So very very close indeed. Awesome. Hey, if you've got a bit of a list there, it'd be really interesting to know. Were there any other US banks on the top of the list there? So we've had Morgan Stanley, Goldman's uh, and Bank of America Securities. So the other one that I'm thinking about is, is Citi. I think that might be another one that's up there. But I'm curious as to see what the top European bank was. Yeah, Citi was next on our list. So below Morgan Stanley, um, it's a bit of a jump in terms of revenue from $6.1 billion for Morgan Stanley City's revenue in 2020 was 4.7 billion. Well, and then the drop, next it? It is a bit of a drop. And the next on the list is the first European bank, which is Credit Suisse. Uh, okay. Be interesting to see whether they uh, they hold their position next year after a few kind of hiccups this year already with the uh, hedge funds yeah. collapsing and what have you. 
What about fact, yeah? That, that was one of our previous podcasts, wasn't it? We talked about the Archegos collapse. That's right, and I can. It's good to see that you're still pronouncing it correctly as well. Where was uh, Deutsche Bank up there? Deutsche Bank's a bank that's close to our hearts because we do a lot of work with Deutsche Bank, don't we? Yeah, we do. So Credit Suisse was sixth, and then the next two banks are, are both European. It's Barclays followed by Deutsche Bank. Okay. Well, good stuff. But you're right. Yeah. So the, the, the list is really dominated heavily by US banks. Do you think that would be? I always ask you to predict the future, which is, is a difficult thing to yeah. do. Do you, <laughs> do you think this will this list will look similarly in, in five or ten years? What do, you, what do you reckon? I think the list will look similar in five or ten years. The interesting question, I think, is that the list going to look the same in say fifty years um, mm. with emerging markets and particularly what's happening in, in China. But I think over the next five, 10 years, those those US banks have, have dominated for a long time and I wouldn't be surprised to see them at the top of the list for a little way to go yet. Okay, well, thank you again, Ryan. I appreciate your time today. Uh, thanks, Chris. It's been a pleasure. And again, thank you to our listeners. Uh, please continue to support our podcast by rating, reviewing and subscribing. The podcast is called Three for Thursday. You can do that on Spotify and Apple. Um, have a look at our free resources if you go to fni.online. And see you next Thursday.